0: funny ladies hi well hello hello uh, how
1: the hell are you
0: <sighs> you know i'm all right
1: okay what's what's going on there honey bunch uh
0: well welcome to three funny ladies first of all podcast extraordinaire <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> That is your host, Susan Jaycox.
1: And that is uh, Joe Bailey. I almost said Diane Bailey. That uh, You're not Diane Bailey. You're Joe Bailey. I am. I you're am. You're very different people in so many ways.
0: You know, it's just been like, it's just been a day is all that it's been. Okay. The stupid people at the bank that I can't get rid of and can't Can shake I- it. <laughs> just, okay. just like so angry at the bank today. And then... Like we went to lunch, and it was we went to a Chinese buffet, and uh, we like just rolled into the house to start recording. And I'm just full, and I don't have any coffee, and just oh no, I know. How are you?
1: Well, it's sort of the same. I not really not as bad. Um, Pete went to pick up my prescription, and they said they didn't have it, and so I called my doctor, all pissed off. And the office is closed, so I started to freak out because it's my um, sertraline, which is my depression stuff. And so I'm convinced if I skip more than one day, I'll turn into a homicidal maniac, which, of course, is not going to happen. But I don't want to risk it.
0: I feel the same
1: way. And then I call CVS again. I call CVS, and the automated thing is like, you have a prescription to pick up. And I'm like, motherfucker. mother! CVS is terrible. So, Yeah. So not as bad as you, but the last few minutes have been
0: harrowing harrowing. plus, you're opening a show tonight,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, it's my opening tonight. We just got notes. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: how is your week of technicals gone?
1: It's over. We open tonight, so <laughs> for better, for worse, okay. We open tonight. So yeah, that, how is your show going? You haven't been back, right?
0: I have not. So, so great. It's
1: it's great. (laughs) Yeah. All right.
0: So I'm assuming you probably haven't watched or done much this week outside of.
1: No, no. Uh, I finished uh, the thing about Pam.
0: Uh, We still have the final one to go.
1: Yeah, that's it. I finished that. I'm back to Big Brother Canada, A Yeah, that's it. And just living in show land. <clears throat> so yeah. And it's a it's a drama. And it's real sad. And so that fucks with your head.
0: Is there an intermission?
1: There is an intermission. Ugh. <laughs> I'm grateful there's an intermission. Yeah. So because I we literally just don't leave stage. It's not, you know, I do the most. But um, so yeah, I will be happy to get this open. And then uh, take a break for a few days. So, yeah. 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 I mean, should we, should we move on to emails? Maybe that'll. No, no. Okay. Not yet.
0: Because okay. uh, I have watched, uh, we just finished life after death with Tyler Henry.
1: Oh, see, I, ha- I keep seeing that.
0: And I wanted to get your opinion on Tyler Henry because people seem to have them.
1: Okay. I will I do have a an opinion based on what little I've seen because I I've only seen seconds of his interactions. Um and the people seem to believe him, but from what I can remember, I feel like well yeah, I could have said that too. Like I could have made that up. Um I don't very much remember uh, what I thought about him, all I know is that when I see him on... Because it's on... Net, is it on Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Netflix. He is always recommended for me when I go on Netflix. And I always have a visceral reaction of, I don't want to watch that. Hmm. So I guess he did something that rubbed me the wrong way. What it was, I have no idea.
0: And a past life.
1: Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe. <laughs> what did you think? Did you like it as something I should watch?
0: I liked it. See, I, I always... Tend to believe these people as opposed to disbelieve them.
1: I, I do as well, but I feel like I do have a healthy cynicism, and so sometimes I'll look for... Things. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Just because I know that if I were to talk to one of those people, I would want it so bad that I have to guard myself. Mm -hmm. So I I sit there watching it, like guarded for these people that are asking the questions, like, oh, honey, don't believe that girl, girl, don't believe that. So, but I always want to believe it as well.
0: Yeah. And it's not really like a matter of like actively making the decision to believe it. I just act, I just go along with it. And I just am like, yeah, this is this is all accurate and true. Sure. And so he seems amiable enough. There's also like this little subplot of like his mother discovered she did a 23 and me. Oh, no. like this is this is like in the first episode. OK, but it runs through the entire series. So she okay. did 23 andme me and discovered that her mother She's was dead? not her mother.
1: <gasps> what is her mother yeah. dead? Is her mother yeah. dead?
0: Her like birth mother?: Yes. Yes.
1: Wait, no, wait, hold on. She discovered that her mother wasn't her mother, so the person that she thought was her mother, is that person still alive?
0: Yes, and she is a murderer. She was in prison for murdering two people. Okay. Oh, and okay. apparently the mother like his mother, Tyler's mother, who found all this out, like had a horrible childhood, like abuse and all of this stuff.:
1: Oh, okay. OK. Oh my God, I gotta, I gotta watch this now. Holy shit. Okay. So she didn't know that she was adopted, but let's say she, she may not have been adopted. She may have been stolen. It sounds like maybe.
0: Yeah. They do a whole and like, it's a running storyline, if you will, through this series.
1: And so she was abused by this woman. And so she, A, number one, thought that this person was her mother and B, number two did not know she was a murderer. I would assume.
0: Did. Yes. Yeah. Cause her, she, she was, because her... oh, she went to prison. Yes. Yeah.
1: My God. Yeah. So what a double edged sword, because it must be God. So many feelings. Cause it must be a relief. She does that mention that person that. Yeah. is not your mother.
0: Yeah. She says that.
1: Then there must be anger that I was stuck with this person who wasn't my fucking mother. And yeah. my life was fucked and I didn't even need to be with her yep holy shit that is yeah. just a lot
0: <laughs> it really is
1: oh my so, god well, i am watching it too sweet
0: and it's like you know they say like he goes so what the whole premise is is that yeah. he apparently has a waiting list of like three hundred thousand people who want to get readings with him so right. apparently what this series has done is quote unquote randomly chose a handful of people that he goes to them and surprises them with a reading.
1: Now, hold time out. I think maybe the reason I had a bad feeling about him is the only thing I've ever seen was with celebrities. Right. That was his old show. Yes. Okay. And I thought, well, if you're doing this only for celebrities like that, just puts a weird taste in my, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this is not with celebrities. It is not. Oh, right. You are turning me onto this.
0: Go regular people. So he says very explicitly that he goes in not knowing anything about like, and he tells them at the beginning, don't say anything. Like, let me just check in with you and make sure this is right. Or this is right. And then at Mm -hmm. the end, he'll be like, okay, so tell me the whole story once he's done. So that's the premise. Now the reviews I'm reading is like, oh, so like he says, he doesn't know anything, but he has a whole team of producers who vet these people who get these people's stories. So, right. So who knows? It's enjoyable, though. And I, like I said, err on the side of believing it. So for me, it was good.
1: I mean, I would watch it alone for the mama drama.
0: Yes. Yeah. And he's um like, like I said, he's real. He reminds me a lot of Jay Kaplan. Um, those of you out in the world may not know who that is, but he's a very sweet man. But yeah, it's worth it. Goes okay. by quick.
1: I I I will do it.
0: Um, And then the one other thing I wanted to say is that the... Olivier Awards happened this past week in London, which is like the London Tony Awards.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. And did
0: you hear what won for Best Musical? No. head Over Heels? Back to the Future.
1: Back to the Future? Was that the only musical?
0: No. Uh, Moulin it, was, it was up against Moulin Rouge.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. And I also discovered uh, through this is that the cast recording is now streaming. I haven't listened to it yet. Because I've what I have heard of it, I think is garbage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But. What I have heard is absolute garbage and it hurts me even more deeply because I want to love it.
0: Yes. But uh, I thought that was interesting.
1: That is really, especially against Moulin Rouge, which I uh, honest, in all honesty, I don't know anything about, but people seem to just cream their jeans over it.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, there was a lot of jean creaming that goes <laughs> so on.
1: They sell wipes at concessions <laughs> and new jeans.
0: So you can clean up your cream. <laughs> oh, and it was also up against Frozen. Hey, yep.
1: I thought Frozen was like the age of head over heels. No,
0: it was a little after that, but this is also, it just opened in London. I think. Oh, maybe, it's London. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, interesting
0: yeah so i just wanted to tell you that if you hadn't been knowing that
1: i'll give it i'll, I'll try to give it another listen but I, I tried to once and i was like oh boy
0: yeah yeah me too and i hate that they put johnny b good in it and i hate that the fucking power of love is in it but
1: See, i don't hate that be well you know what i don't know Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Because my simplicity would say no. I would love that. That's in it because that's in the movie, and that's part of why I love it. But really, especially musicals about movies, and I think we agree on this. Like, do something new and different with it, and turn it on its head, and make it. And I will love it the same for very different reasons. Exactly. So, yeah, I would probably, yeah, I probably agree with you. But I would, like, if the rest of the stuff were good, I wouldn't mind a little winky to the, yes, to for the sure. stuff that was in the movie. Like, yeah. it, because I'll pick up on that shit. Like, if something is underscored and it's, you know, uh, Huey Lewis, I'll pick up on it. Yeah. um So that would be interesting. See, we should have written it. Oh, God.
0: Like, the Rocky musical, which I... Loved.
1: I know, which blows my mind, even though I don't know anything about it, but just the fact that it's rocky. Like,
0: oh, my God. It's so great. But there they do. I have the tigers in it, which is like. Bleh. Sure. But that was everything else I love, though. So, yeah. All right. So we have like 11 billion emails.
1: I, know. I love how we beg people for emails. And then when we say we have emails, we sound irritated.
0: <laughs> We're not irritated. I'm not irritated. I, I can't speak for you.
1: No, but I, I am not.
0: No, just because we didn't read them last week, which is where that tone of mind was coming in from.
1: That tone of mind.
0: I love that. Um, so do you want to kick us off?
1: Sure. So we will start. I have to read Gresham's, right? Yep. Uh, speaking of Bruce Willis, it starts with ignore that last message. So um, we will. Uh, speaking of Bruce Willis, number one, listen to the Haleywood podcast. It's about the town in Iowa. Um, that he basically purchased ah interesting okay his raspberry award for worst actor was rescinded because they realized his illness may have been a factor in the poor performance yes i wonder if all things negative regarding bruce willis will be rescinded such as the aforementioned aforementioned podcast I do love your podcast and appreciate that it's not about true crime. <laughs> you always make me laugh with your witty 24-minute banter. <laughs> the shade. Subtle shade. And then she signed it. <laughs> Y-I-C-G. <laughs> Yours in Christ. Yours in Christ. <laughs> um, And then there was... Oh, she said the Raspberry Award was did not rescind Shelly Duval bodily. They rescinded the nomination they gave her for her performance in The Shining oh,
0: because poor
1: because um of the hell she went through and because on set.
0: the current state of her mind. Yeah, so yeah. Bless, bless her heart.
1: Bless her. Um, we
0: love you, Shelly Duval.
1: We do. We really do. Um. um
0: we do we want one, to go back
1: and forth or you want yeah, me to do the yeah. next
0: one? So we have Matt, our dear okay. friend, Matt. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to read the whole thing because he, he will tell you why. Um, <laughs> he says, hello, my Southern sun babies of Michigan. Oh, uh, if only. Uh,
1: right. Wind uh, wind although babies, I don't
0: like the sun. So, so
1: weird.
0: it is Matt King of the North brother, Brooklyn Heights, queen of the North. <laughs> now, Suze, we haven't always agreed, but you did say if a movie makes you laugh twice, it's up for consideration for the list. Uh, You set the rules, sister. You set the rules. (laughs) Uh, Comedy Gal Facts of the Week. Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Cloris Leachman hold the most Emmy wins at eight each, which is interesting. Uh -uh. Only three women have won Oscars for pure comedic performances. Marissa Tomei for My Cousin Vinny. Gross. Goldie Hawn for (laughs) Private Benchman. She did not win the the Oscar that year. I must digress. She was nominated, but she did not win. Who won? that was in 1980. So that would have been Sissy Spacek for Coal Miner's Daughter.
1: That, uh, your knowledge of Oscars is spooky and fascinating. And I fucking <laughs> love it. I don't ha- even have that ready at my fingertips knowledge about myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Barbara Streisand for Funny Girl. If we're being generous, Cher for Moonstruck. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Catherine Hepburn for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. <laughs> Um, and Helen Hunt in As Good As It Gets which I <laughs> absolutely adore as a movie but she did not deserve and I completely disagree I thought she was so so great in that movie I know Sue hates that movie she's got a thin mouth she does but I think she's just so good in that movie uh, what's going on with Teresa from New Jersey Housewives I'm assuming I would assume
1: I but I don't watch it so I don't know
0: I don't either Teresa Guad, Guad-, Guad- or whatever
1: Guadalajara Judice.
0: Or, or
1: judice whichever way they decide they've pronounced it both ways
0: oh that sounds almost racist sue's update on the denim and overall style look did you go full in
1: what now say that again
0: oh denim overall style look
1: i haven't found ones that fit i'm a fat girl you would think that overalls would be a go-to fat outfit but they're not yeah people don't like to use that much denim all in one go yeah overalls you are know? tough
0: for fatties
1: yeah, they read it for fatties. I mean, you think something that's topped with a bib would be geared toward fatties? Right.
0: Well, let's sign the fatties up. It's
1: it's They're not. built-in really audience. Not. Uh, right. So no, I haven't.
0: Uh, and without last week, the world would never have heard of Tom Talks, the show nobody saw. But now I picture it as probably the best buddy comedy ever. I literally <laughs> died picturing you both in the room. You needed some Linda Dano stat. I want a reboot <laughs> revival of this. The public is clamoring for it, producing credits for all. I didn't know egomaniac ego was one word. So that's a quote from Kirstie Alley on, tw- on Twitter.
1: I need you to let it go, Matt.
0: <laughs> let, it go, go. Let, let it go. go. Let it go. Speaking of frozen. Let it go. All right. And uh, oh, and then he says if you don't do your top 10 list this week, ellipses. <laughs> I still love you to pieces.
1: What are you going to do, man?
0: <laughs> Try. I uh, thank you for your consideration, the Academy. Um, all right. And we have two new listeners who have written in this we week.
1: sure do. So
0: why don't you take us away with with the first of them?
1: Um, this is from Michelle. She says, hello, Susan Joe. I really enjoy your show. And I am now loving every time you mention my pal, an OG friend in Christ from the North. <laughs> Matt." <laughs>
0: I'll see what you started, Gretchen.
1: So, really, Matt and Gretchen are just building our fan base, is what's happening. <laughs> but... They're
0: funny lady ambassadors.
1: <laughs> we should have brand reps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just had to send in my top five lady led comedies because, quite frankly, that list stink. And Matt's still a youngin' Meryl Streep, Goldie Hahn, and Death Becomes Her. Stage door? What? Oh wow! Old Catherine, school. Lucille, and Ginger. Yes, please. Lisa Coudreau and Mira Sorvino. Honorable mention to Janine Garofalo. *Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion*. I wish I had I had invented post-it notes. Do you know that I have never seen that movie?
0: Oh wow! I've never
1: seen it. Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Dolly Parton, Nine to Five, Goldie Hahn, Private Benjamin, Overboard. I'm partial to Overboard. She says i know there are two goldie mentions and no i'm not a huge fan but she has done some great comedy movies and they are now classics anywho just a few suggestions that are pre-2000 uh we also need some more soap love by the way i need to correct you when you spoke about felicia gallant's friend yes cass winthrop was a close friend but her pal was uh wallingford a.k. wally mm, not sure you're right though
0: I don't remember Wallingford.
1: Yeah, I don't remember Wallingford. And I would remember Namely, name. I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just saying you're wrong. <laughs> um, I also need to know your thoughts on best soap villainous. They're funny in a way helena cassadine alexis colby uh, vivian alamein marlena when she was the devil hated that storyline now who didn't that was crazy and kimberly shaw i consider melrose Place places soap i have uh-huh. to go with helena and her crazy weather machine <laughs> oh my god but kimberly was cray cray other stuff paula pell needs an episode just full stop i could watch her in anything she's hilarious and we need more of her i agree Um, and then she sent some photos, um, and then she says (laughs) yours in Kirstie Alley (laughs) (laughs) and she would totally win over Shelly Long, just in case (laughs) you were (laughs) ever thinking of doing a show on the subject, another East coast fan, Michelle, (laughs) (laughs) I love, I loved Kirstie Alley before she was crazy, but I can't just get behind it now that she's crazy. Yeah. It's
0: difficult, but Cheers. When she was on Cheers, chef's fucking kiss.
1: I mean, I, and before she was, we all knew she was crazy. I loved her. She had that uh, reality show.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I loved her. I just thought she was so relatable, so funny, so nice, but she's just on the crazy train and I can't get behind it. I'm so sorry.
0: I even watched Veronica's Closet for Christ's sakes.
1: My God. Right? Who who me and you? That's it.
0: (laughs) All right. One more from Matt. He says, I can't wait to hear, my darlings, the list episode. Well, you just (laughs) buckle up, Matt. Buckle buckle the fuck up. And that's it. And then we got one more new one.
1: Okay. This is from Natalie. Oh, read the subject line. Long and alley. God damn it. It's a new
0: law firm. TM, TM, we're going to make a sitcom.
1: Damn it, t- <laughs> well, there was Kate and Allie. I don't think they're going to get behind Long and Allie. Um, hey, gals, new listener to the show and love it here in Ontario. You Canadians just really love us and we appreciate you. We are trending it. in Canada. That's fucking crazy. Matt is right. And I don't think we have enough Shelly Long and Kirstie Alley in our life. God damn it, you guys. Can- Canadians are more forgiving, I think.
0: I think they are because they don't have to live through the horror of Kirstie (laughs) Elliott.
1: I thought you were like, because they don't have to live. Like, what does that mean? (laughs) Chris Evans is a hot man. Love the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That you are correct.
1: He's so beautiful. God damn it. It's unfair. All right. Those are all the emails, but keep them coming. everybody.
0: Keep them coming. Three funny ladies at gmail.com. Woo.
1: How are we going to do this, my friend? Well, are we here's going to do the whole thing or one no, by one, or what are we going to do?
0: Yeah, let's ping pong it. Okay. So, I think so. Here's what we're doing, gang. We're taking on this list from Ranker mm-hmm. that was made uh, apparent to us through our friend Matt. And it's their list is wrong I, I of mean, the top it, it's egregious, egregiously incorrect, the top mm-hmm. funniest female lad comedies. So we have each, independently of one another and privately, I may mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. Uh, compiled our own list of our favorite top 15 funniest female-led comedies.
1: That is right.
0: And so we hear, hear, forthwith Forth present, present to, them to, to you, with. our <laughs> listening audience. Um, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first?
1: Uh, sure. We're just going to do one movie at a time. Yeah. Then.
0: Let's start at 15 and work our way to the top.
1: Let's do it. All right. I think you're going to be surprised by this. I think you might give me weird looks, but I'm standing by, by choice.
0: All right. All right.
1: And, and the reason it is in 15 is because it's more of a dramedy, I would say. Okay. But in the 15th place is a little film called Mermaids. Oh, okay. I love that movie. It's a baby Christina Ricci Winona Ryder, who I fucking love and share, and uh, Bob, 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 his first name's Bob. We've established that. Huskins. I can't. Rem- Thank you. <laughs> and it's just so dear and darling and wonderful, and I love it so much. It's like one of those my ra- rainy day cozy up movies. I love it. So the mermaids. You can't really stream it anywhere, though. I think. Oh no. I don't think so. Make sure. I um I can get behind you on that. I love it. Brandy Joe loves it too. I just I love that movie. It's just so, and just share is just ah oh, God. In fact, okay. I heard the
0: Shoop Shoop song on the radio the other day.
1: Oh yeah. All
0: right, I I approve. I approve that message. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> now my number fifteen is a little bit of a cheat. Okay. And I'll, you'll see why. And okay. if it if this were like IRL list, it would be much higher. But my number fifteen is from 1982, and it's a film called Tootsie.
1: Okay. So okay. it
0: is cheating. But It here's is the cheating. Thing. Yes, Tootsie is a a perfect film. I have said it before. It is perfect in every single way. And secondly, the reason why I put it here is because when you watch Tootsie, you want Dorothy Michaels, the creation of Dustin Hoffman, just to be a real live person. She is so funny and lovely, and I love her so much, and I just wish that she was real. Um, so- I
1: have never seen it on the way through.
0: And that is terrifying to me. <laughs> So if you don't know, if you haven't seen, I'm sure most people know quickly, Dustin Hoffman is an actor who cannot get work until he dresses as a woman and gets a job at a soap opera. And it is perfect. That's my number 15.
1: I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it.
0: Well, don't, don't watch it yet because there is, there's one person in it who we could do still.
1: Okay. Oh, that will work. oh, Oh. okay. My number 14, another one that might not be considered a comedy, but it is too good. And it is too female centric and female led. Oh, by the way, I also put the caveat on our list that it had to pass the Brechtel test.
0: Oh, I didn't remember that.
1: Did you not do that? My think, list does. I think I'm
0: good. I think I'm good.
1: Okay. And yep. For, yep. for those of you who don't know, the Brechtel test, uh, there needs to be more than two females. They need to have a conversation with each other, and it needs to be about something other than a man. And I think yep. there's one more that I'm forgetting.
0: No, that's it. Because there would have been
1: a lot of other movies that would have made my list, but they didn't pass the test, so I couldn't put it on. But this passed the test with flying colors, so even though it's not a Laugh Riot, I chose Thelma and Louise. Ah! So that's why it's so low down. If it were just a list of movies, it would be much higher. Um, But because it's not particularly knee-slapping, there it is.
0: Yeah, I've had to give up Susan Sarandon, but
1: is she? Could, she's a little. She's she's she. Yeah, sure, I can see but that. But back
0: back in 1994, when this came out, I was all over it.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: Yeah, good choice. Thanks. Number fourteen for me is another duo movie. Okay. And I chose 1988's Big Business.
1: Oh Starring nice. Bette
0: Midler and Lily Tomlin. As twins who get separated <laughs> twins? at birth. So they both wind up mismatched and growing up, one grows up dirt poor and one grows up super rich and they intersect and then hilarity ensues.
1: Nice. Nice. And nice. Uh, it's
0: just silly and super funny and I love it so very much. And so that is my number 14 big business
1: love it I need to watch that again I I have seen it but not not recently definitely um, my
0: favorite Bette Midler of that era
1: yeah 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 yeah. I think I'm remembering that yeah um what are we on I didn't number these that was so 13 mm-hmm. um the this one is a I, i'll say cult classic the movie itself isn't that great but i added it because of its cult classicness i do enjoy it and um two of the ladies performances i just can't get enough of so in number 13 for me is hocus pocus
0: oh interesting
1: yeah the, the movie itself is like you know the rest of the movie is kind of like eh, you know give or take it but um Bette Midler and um Kathy Najimy I just I could give or take uh I almost said sure Sarah Michelle Keller <laughs> it's not, it's, uh Sarah oh my god what is her name
0: Jessica Parker
1: I then I almost said Sarah Sarah and now I've forgotten what outfit. it doesn't matter you guys I'm having a stroke Pocus, pocus. <laughs> I like it it's cute I only watch it at Halloween but it's it's cute I like it. It's cute. It's cute. I like it. Yeah. Mm,
0: Not so much for me, but I'm glad you like it. (laughs) I want to like it more than I actually do like it.
1: You know, I think I do too. But what happens is it's the kind of movie that I feel like the more you watch it, it grows on you. And I love Halloween. And so Halloween movies during that season from September to Thanksgiving for me, it's Halloween- A 24 hours day so we watch it a combined total of nine million times and so yeah so it had to go it had to go somewhere i can see that yeah
0: for me number 13 is from 2010 oh and i chose easy a
1: oh yes
0: starring emma stone with that She plays, this is from Netflix, a clean-cut high school student relies on the school's rumor mill to advance her social and financial standing. I love, it's loosely based on the Scarlet Letter. Super, super funny, and she is just
1: adorable and charming. Amazing in this. I love um, her parents and their relationship. Stanley, Pete, and I quote that movie all the time. <laughs> You're adopted. Who told you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, it's funny. I love that movie, but then it just didn't ping my radar when making this list. That's very strange.
0: I, there's, is, so, I mean, there are so many things out in the world.
1: Yeah, she's so good, though. So, so
0: she good. really is. Yes, and the movie is just great, great fun.
1: It really is. It really is. I went. In the Wayback Machine. Okay, not so way back. Not so way back. And at uh, and number 12, for me, we have Soap Dish. Ah,
0: uh, yes. This,
1: this did not
0: register for me at all this week.
1: This just kept picking at my brain, and I had to put it on. And a lot of the decisions, uh, the top, the top of the list are movies where... They were a no-brainer. They had to go on. But some of these are, you know, it's not necessarily the greatest thing in the world, but they just would not leave. And so, thinking about them, I'm like, there's a reason. And this movie, first of all, it has a ton of women in it. It's female-led. A bunch Um, of great women. A whole bunch of great, diverse, and not just diverse in ethnicity, but in style style of acting and 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 so i just think it's really interesting and i and i love that so yeah soap dish it has um for those of you not familiar it has sally field elizabeth Shue, Woody goldberg kathy moriarty uh terry hatcher's in it um carrie fisher's in it uh, it also has uh, Kevin Klein, Robert Downey Jr. Um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a fun, fun movie. It's a fun movie. It says here you can stream it on Epics, whatever the hell mm. that is. Um, but it's good. It's a fun movie. Check it out. And a lot of women, written, a lot of ladies.
0: Written by Robert Harling,
1: mm-hmm. who
0: wrote Steel Magnolias. Is that correct?
1: Let me see.
0: And did he direct it too?
1: Question mark. Yep. He sure did. He wrote it. He did. He direct. Yeah, he wrote it. Um,
0: Oh, directors.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. There it is. There you go.
0: All right. Good choice.
1: What is yours?
0: Number 12 for me. Now, this also splits the line between comedy drama, but I love this movie. The first time I saw it, I hated it with really okay my might it is from
1: 1995
0: it is a film called welcome to the dollhouse
1: oh that's with oh she's got a face um yeah
0: heather mozzara or whatever
1: she's in uh princess diaries
0: yes yes okay yeah yeah uh she plays dawn wiener in this she's bullied from everyone calls her wiener dog uh, the, from IMDb, an awkward seventh grader struggles to cope with inattentive parents, snobbish classmates, a smart older brother, an attractive younger sister, and her own insecurities in suburban New Jersey. It is so great, so funny, so dear, um, and just she's so great in it. Um, if you have not seen Welcome to the Dollhouse, I would highly recommend it. Now, like I did say, the first time that I watched it, right. or the first time that I saw it, I just Hated it so much, and the second time I saw it, I was like, Oh, okay, I get it now.
1: Oh, you just like didn't,
0: yeah, like the, yeah, I just wasn't ready to see it, I guess. Tone stuff, but it's so great. Um, so yeah, directed by Todd Solans. So yeah, that's my number 12. Check it out.
1: Okay, I feel like I'm going to get some derision for this because of a comment made just at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, no. Um, But in number, what is this, 11? 11. In my number 11 slot
0: is Moonstruck. Oh, no. Uh, okay. No, I said I would agree with his assessment of share winning for a comedic role.
1: Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's another movie that I just love. I oh love God. that even though even though she's gorgeous and timeless and especially now does not look her age, it's still very convincing to me, you know, that she's this older spinster, even but still beautiful. And she, I, I I just like it. I love it.
0: Oh my god, it's so great.
1: So, good, Olympia, so Dukakis,
0: good. Oh god,
1: Olympia Dukakis, forget about
0: it. You give those dogs any more of my food, old man, I'll kick you to your dead. <laughs>
1: If you've lived under a rock and you don't know what it's about, uh no sooner does Italian American widow Loretta share accept a marriage proposal from her adultish boyfriend Johnny. Uh she then finds herself falling for his younger brother Ronnie, who is Nicolas Cage before he went crazy.
0: Yep, yeah.
1: Um, and they're both just great. They have wonderful chemistry. So great. Um, it's great. It's real what great. My real great.
0: All-time favorite movies.
1: Love it, love it, love it. Yep. All right. What's That's yours?
0: Right. Number 11 for me, 1980, Private Benjamin.
1: I haven't seen this one either. Oh,
0: <laughs> it's so great. It's, she's so great. Goldie Hawn plays Judy Benjamin, who is spoiled, rich. She marries uh, and her husband dies on their wedding night. She's sort of off tie and dry, doesn't know what to do with herself. So she joins the army. So great. So funny. Eileen Brennan is her commanding officer. Bye.
1: I would die for Eileen Brennan if she wasn't already dead.
0: Then you need to see this. She is impeccable in this movie, which is not surprising.
1: I need to see it. I need to
0: see it. But the two of them together, it's just so, 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 so great. So, yes. Watch it. Private Benjamin. Great movie.
1: All right. Top Uh, 10. We are in the top 10. And making it in number 10 for me is first wives club
0: oh interesting
1: you know it's not it's not shakespeare It's, you know, but it's fun. I love those three women. I love them together. I could do without the awkward dancing at the end, but I love it. It's cute. Despondent over the marriage of her ex-husband to a younger woman, a middle-aged divorcee plunges to her death from her penthouse at the women's woman's funeral. Her former college friends reunite for the first time in nearly 30 years. Um, It stars Bette Midler, uh, Goldie Hawn, and Diane Keaton. And I just, it's fun. And it's three and it's mostly ladies. And I just like it.
0: Yeah, it's another movie I want to like more than I do.
1: Sure. I can see that.
0: And I also really wanted Stalker Channing to hang around a lot longer than she did.
1: Oh, I know cuz I love her.
0: Oh my god, I love her so much.
1: Did you just call me a tiny cheese? Um, sorry, that's from West Wing. <laughs> La petite fromage. Did you just call me your tiny cheese? You know all these languages, and the one you don't is French. Sorry. That was pretty good Stucker chanting at the drop. That was pretty good. <laughs> all right. What's My your top ten?
0: number ten comes from 2015, and it is Trainwreck. Okay. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't like it. I love you know it. What?
1: I, you know what? I'll be honest. I liked it when I watched it. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I will probably give it another watch and see if I can separate it, but, you know, I just don't like her. but i I actually I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I would the first time I saw it. So I understand your choice. and <laughs> I respect it.
0: Thank you. Um, <laughs> I think it's great. I think she's great in it. I think it's such a great uh, sort of film debut. Um, and Tilda Swinton is completely unrecognizable in this movie.
1: That woman.
0: I I love her so much. Also, Uh,
1: she will do anything. You try to put her in a box and she's like, oh no, I'm going to be your glamour puss now. Like she, oh my God.
0: Yep. One. Just amazing. hundred percent. So yeah, I think, um, If you haven't seen it, uh, this is from IMDb. Having thought that monogamy was never possible, a commitment-phobic career woman may have to face her fears when she meets a good guy. It's just super sweet, really funny, and I think she's great in it. I think Bill Hader is great in it. I even like Colin Quinn as her dad. Um, Is that
1: the one where, oh, God, who's the athlete?
0: Oh, it's, yes, it's the basketball fellow. LeBron James.
1: <laughs> I love how we're like, it's the basketball fellow who plays with the balls. <laughs> LeBron um, James. Yes. He, I thought he was amazing.
0: I did too. I and he was
1: so good and natural. And I just loved him. I, I so agree.
0: Funny. I also, it was the first time that I, that John Cena made me go. He's funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I it adore is, John it Cena. It is also. a really, it is a really good movie. I will watch it again. Full disclosure, did not make the list. I will watch it again. And I, like I said, I respect your choice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh thank you. Thanking you.
1: Thanking you. All right, number nine. Um, we're coming at you from 1989, and it is Steel Magnolias. All
0: right. Because
1: that cast, give me a fucking break. Sally, everyone remembers Sally Field's monologue, and it's so true and so good. But it's also, and I know this is going to sound strange, it's also really funny because (laughs) then when it's, do you need to hit something? Hit Weasel. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so good. And then, Wiza and what's-her-faces relationship. Clarie. it's, oh God, it's just so good. And the transformation, the journey that uh, Daryl Hannah's character takes is so strange. <laughs> I love it. I just love it. It's It's a little too sad to be a, like a cozy comfort movie, but I do love it.
0: I'm going to respectfully withhold my comments. Until a later time, too.
1: Okay, all right, all right, all right.
0: Uh, so for me, number nine is from 1994, and it is Serial Mom.
1: Okay.
0: Kathleen <laughs> <laughs> Turner.
1: I was going to say Kathleen Turner. Okay, I don't think I've seen that either.
0: Oh, my God, you must. That She is so fucking funny in this movie. Yeah. Uh, from IMDb, she's the perfect all-American parent, a great cook and homemaker, a devoted recycler, and a woman who will literally kill to keep her children happy.
1: All right, I have to watch it. It's from The
0: Demented Mind of John Waters. Oh! And she is, you must see this performance to believe it. She is so, so funny.
1: All right, I'll do she
0: it. does these maniacal prank phone calls. <laughs> That are just so funny. So yeah, Serial Mom, 1984. Watch it. It is well worth it.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. My next one might be a little odd, but it is one of the many reasons, one of the many, many reasons I love Kathy Bates. And this is a comfort movie for me. It is fried green tomatoes. Tawanda. Tawanda. (laughs) Oh, I just love her. I love, I love all the women in this. They're just so great. The scene where, um, what's her face, uh, dies spoiler, uh, where, uh, who uh, Ruth Jameson dies is just, holy shit. I sob like a idiot cecily tyson isn't it jessica tandy isn't i mean it is just amazing i love it i love it i love it i love it and actually it super good i just realized that uh, mary Stuart masterson is in two of the films on my list
0: oh interesting
1: yeah and actually they're uh back to oh,
0: back oh interesting you're not gonna figure it out i guarantee mm, it i wonder mm. Mm. No, because I have two choices in my head, so I don't know which one it would be.
1: Okay. So what, what's yours? Well, hang on. Have you read the oh. book, Fried Green Tomatoes? I have. I love that oh, author. So I love good. her. Oh, my God. It's so good. Her books so are good. amazing.
0: I, yes, 100% agree. I love yeah. her so much.
1: They're just so, like, warm and yep. funny and yep. wholesome. Yep. And sassy. Yep. God, that sounds like a stereotypical. Describe a woman. Um, But all in the best way. Yes. They, it's so good. It's so good. What's your number eight?
0: Number eight for me from 2017. I could not have a list without putting girls trip on it.
1: Ah, I haven't seen it.
0: Oh my God. It is so funny. All the four of them, Regina Hall, Queen Latifah, Tiffany Haddish and, yes, Jada Pinkett Smith are so funny. Tiffany Haddish, this is the movie where everyone was like, who is she? Because she is mm. a fucking hysterical. Mm. Um, it's just real, real funny. It's about as funny as you can get. Just these four friends from college, three of them are of the same age. Tiffany Haddish is about 20 years younger, but you go, eh, okay, I'll I'll go with it.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: And uh, they just go. on a girl's trip to new orleans to the essence festival and hilarity ensues (laughs) but yes super super funny
1: okay okay all right here is my second mary stewart masterson uh entry at number seven we have coming to you from 1994 is Radioland Murders?
0: Oh no! I would not have guessed that.
1: You would not have guessed that. <laughs> Did you think Benny and June?
0: Uh, that was initially what I thought, and then I, I thought Some Kind of Wonderful.
1: I uh, I haven't seen Some Kind of Wonderful. Oh
0: uh, well, you don't need to. Pretty okay. you think it's better.
1: Um, uh, and they the yeah, same movie, right? Um, I almost put Benny and June on this list. I didn't feel like it had enough uh, female in it, so I didn't. Radioland Murders is first of all, no one's seen it. Not no, a single song. Talk, talk to
0: me about this because I'm not even really sure what it is.
1: So, I mean, radio Land, I've heard
0: of it. But. Right,
1: right, right. Radio Land Murders is the secretary at radio station WBN, Penny Henderson, Mary Stuart Masterson, is frantically trying to keep things in order as a broadcast goes on the air. Chaos breaks loose, however, when a series of murders occur in the building, accompanied by an enigmatic voice over the airwaves. Penny's writer husband, Roger Brian Ben Ben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tries to deduce who the killer is but he also happens to be the prime suspect as he evades the law roger gets closer to uncovering the identity of the murderer it is funny mary Stuart masterson is brilliant um it has brian ben ben ned Beatty, george burns michael mckeon christopher lloyd um michael Lerner. who if you saw his face you would know who he was Jeffrey Tambor, uh, Scott Michael Campbell, uh, Brian James, you would know his face too. Stephen uh, Tobolowski. And I'm, tr- he's been, he is in, he's on the goal. He's a principal on the Goldbergs. Yes. Him.
0: Now, uh, those are all men that you've mentioned.
1: Okay. Her performance, <laughs> shut okay. your mouth. Her performance <laughs> is so good. And she is the driving force of the film.
0: Okay. I so yes, I've never seen it.
1: Um it is mostly men, but she it's her it's her story, it's her it's so not you know you don't think of her Mary Stuart Masterson as playing this sort of part and um also I wanted to bring awareness to it. All right, I get that. Uh and I actually saw it in the theater. Oh wow right right and it's also it's one of the movies um pete and i bonded over because he too saw it in the theater and we are convinced that we're the only two people who saw it in the theater so that means we had to be together (laughs) um so yes it did break some of my rules but i just don't fucking care because i made my own rules and i love that movie so it came in at number number seven
0: all right and honestly
1: had it had more women in it it would have been closer to the top wow yeah i love it i love it yeah I, I don't see you mm, i don't see you liking it that much corbin Burnson's in it um, oh god. yeah i don't see you liking it that much but i but you know that's all right
0: oh uh, yeah i'll still watch it I just never watch it, it anyway
1: tell me your thoughts all right number I'm seven
0: gonna fucking watch it then <laughs> you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna fucking hate watch it <laughs> uh number seven for me 1990 mike nichols Postcards from the edge.
1: I have never seen it. (gasps) You shut your mouth. I will not shut my whore mouth. I've never seen it. Oh
0: my God. You need to get on this stat. I I, There's so many movies I I haven't seen. (laughs) So if you don't know, this is based on Carrie Fisher's first novel. Oh, the queen. Very thinly Veiled account of her time in rehab uh, from when she overdosed on pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meryl Streep plays this version of her in the film. Uh, Shirley MacLaine uh, plays the this version of Debbie Reynolds. The two of them, I mean, it goes without saying, but they're both so fucking good. This is the one performance for Shirley MacLaine that I cannot believe she was not nominated for an Oscar because I thought she should have won the Oscar for wow. it. She's okay. so good. The two of them, it just it's so great. Mike Mike Nichols direction is so superb. It's funny. It's caustic. It's just a lovely, 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 lovely movie.
1: Okay. Don't
0: so watch it.
1: I, I do. I have to. It's, it's, it is egregious that I haven't.
0: <laughs> and that's really the word is. for the day. People.
1: It really is egregious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, coming in at number six for me is, and this, the, the top six, man, they were hard for me to put in order that it was like, it was like Sophie's choice.
0: Oh, my. And
1: Surface Choice is not in here because that would
0: be weird. <laughs> oh, my God. That movie is hysterical, you guys. <laughs> you know
1: what? If you look at it the right way, it's a fucking knee slapper. Her um, <laughs> son or her
0: daughter? Oh, my God. That's hysterical.
1: Jesus Christ. We're going to hell. So, there, the, yes. So, this was hard. Um, But coming in at number six for me is a sister act. Ah, okay. Okay. Yes. And I'm sure everybody knows, but we'll give it a rundown anyway, when lively lounge singer Dolores Van Cartier sees her mobster beau, Vince LaRocque. uh, la roca (laughs) yeah i'm having a stroke uh commit murder she is relocated for her protection set up in set up in the guise of a nun in a california convent dolores proceeds to upend the quiet lives of the resident sisters in an effort to keep her out of trouble they assign dolores to the convent's choir an ensemble that she soon turns into a vibrant and soulful act that gains widespread attention and it's Willie Goldberg, Maggie Smith, uh, Kathy Jimmy. That's where I fell in love with Kathy Jimmy. I love her so yep. much. Yep. It's just, it's great. It's a lovely movie, and the relationships are lovely. And I, it's great.
0: It is. It really, it, is. really is.
1: it really is. I think I
0: like the sequel better, though.
1: You know, everyone likes the sequel better, and I'm, I am a dissenter. You're a purist. That. Yeah, I'm a purist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: they're doing the third one. Yeah.
1: I thought so. And there is a musical, like a straight up musical, right?
0: Yes. And they're doing it in London with Jennifer Saunders as oh. the mother superior. As some, Oh, my God. Yep.
1: Oh, my God. Will there be in December 2020, Disney announces Sister Act 3 will premiere on its streaming service.
0: Ah, okay. Uh,
1: sing it, sister. Will we, Whoopi Goldberg is donning her habit once again as non-sister Mary Clarence in the highly anticipated third Sister Act film all right all right it better there be good go. it, be- it better fucking be good Whoopi co <laughs> i'm coming for you <laughs> all right what is your number six
0: number six for me also comes from 2015 and it is spy haven't seen it oh my god uh, so first of all of course i just adore melissa mccarthy
1: Sure, sure, sure. As do I. When she
0: does not work with her husband. (laughs) This is one of those occasions. This was directed by Paul Feig, who also directed her in Ghostbusters and all of her good ones. The Heat. She is so funny in this. She, if you don't know, a desk-bound CIA analyst volunteers to go undercover to infiltrate the world of a deadly arms dealer and prevent diabolical global disaster. It's so funny. Rose Byrne is the villain. She's great in it. Jude Law looks great in it Janny <laughs> uh, is her boss that miranda hart is that her name she's that very tall british woman uh is in it she's super funny and yes miranda hart it's great it's lots of action uh, very funny uh when i saw it i saw it by myself at the theater and i was sitting in the back row which is where i always sit when i'm at the theater so that mm-hmm. nobody can come sit behind me. Mm-hmm. The theater was sparsely attended. About 10 minutes in, this group of like six old people came in.
1: Oh god. And of
0: course, it's one of those stadium seats. So they're coming up the stairs. Can you see? I can't see. What's oh, and they god. come to the back row and the train stops at the seat right next to me. So they sit no. right next to me the rest of the way down. Yeah. So that was annoying. I got up and moved. But anyway.
1: Yeah, I would have. I would have got as soon as they sat down, I would have moved to make a statement of we have a whole theater here. Yeah. And you choose to sit next to the one lone person. Right. You are a maniac.
0: Stupid. But the movie is great. Okay. It didn't tarnish my love for the movie.
1: Well, that. Well, that's that's good.
0: (laughs) Uh, Top five. Right.
1: We are in the top five. So. The top five. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Was very hard. Coming in at number five, we have Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Because uh, the lady version, obviously. <laughs> we have Ghostbusters because I love it that, much that uh, <laughs> It. I just love it. I just. It's so good. And honestly. This is gonna sound strange. This, this is not gonna make sense to you. I'm a very complicated person. I'm like an onion, many layers, physically and metaphorically. I wanted to hate this movie. I have an aversion, and this might sound weird too, and it you, it might come off the wrong way, so I'm just gonna say it. I have an aversion to making a film in the opposite gender just to make a film in the opposite gender's sake. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Let's do this movie, but with girls, like, it's just like, just write new shit. And so I really thought I was going to hate it, but I fucking love this movie. I will get hankerings to watch this movie. Everybody in it is great. Listen, everybody is great. And I know he's not a woman. I know he's not the focus, but Chris Hemsworth (laughs) is so goddamn. I mean, yes, he's hot. He is so goddamn funny in this. movie. Have you seen it? You've seen it.
0: Yeah. When we did Leslie Jones,
1: his scenes. Oh, that's right. His scenes are improvised. No, I just love this movie. It's a feel good movie. I love it. I want more of it. It's fucking fantastic. (laughs) You don't agree. And that's okay. Yeah. We have not named any of the same movies yet yet. Okay.
0: Okay. Go ahead. Number five on my list is 1996 And it is a film called Citizen Ruth starring Laura Dern. This movie, this is the movie that made me really fall in love with Laura Dern.
1: I love her so much.
0: So if you don't know this movie, uh, this is from IMDb. An irresponsible, drug addicted, recently impregnated woman finds herself in the middle of an abortion debate when both parties attempt to sway her to their respective sides. It is so funny. It not only has Laura Dern, it also has Swoozy Kurtz and oh, Mary Swoozie. Kay Place.
1: Oh, um, Mary Kay.
0: So funny. Tippy Hedren shows up at the end. Uh, Burt Reynolds is in it. It's oh, Burt Reynolds. So funny. It's like satire at its finest. Uh, Laura Dern's character is, her name is Ruth Stoops, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it is really really funny really great um i cannot recommend this movie enough
1: you know i knew nothing about this movie except for you know that abortion was part of it and i always assumed it was a drama
0: it's kind of both but it is really funny the part the parts that are funny are really funny
1: yeah i thought it was like a tear jerking like
0: oh nope Nope.
1: nope okay okay all right coming in at number 4 for me is a little movie from 2019 directed by Olivia Wilde and starring Beanie Feldstein is booksmart
0: hold that thought number 4 for me coming in from 2019 <laughs> directed by Olivia Wilde starring Beanie Feldstein is booksmart yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, this movie, holy! Oh, this shit. movie, yes! Holy shit, it's just so good and smart, and it's oh god, it's it's a dream. It really is.
0: Yes, it is so dear. The friendship between the two of them is just so, so lovely, lovely, unshakable. What you just want in a best friend growing up.
1: Yes. Oh god, it's so good.
0: Yeah, the two of them are just so, so great together.
1: I love it. I love it.
0: So great. Olivia Wilde, such a great job directing this movie. Yes. I want more from her.
1: That is, uh, I love that we, (laughs) I love that we uh, agreed on number four. Yep, yep. Uh, We're not going to agree on number three.
0: No, because yes, we won't.
1: (laughs) So number three for me, uh, coming at you from two thousand. I don't know why I started saying that. <laughs> <laughs> is a little Jennifer Garner vehicle, 13 going on 30. No, I don't.
0: I've only seen this once and I really don't have a memory of it. Like, I feel like I would love this if I had a better recollection of it.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. Let me give you a little snop. A girl who's sick of the social structures of high school is transformed into a grown-up overnight. It's basically big, right? In this feel good fairy tale, teenager Jenna wants a boyfriend and when she's unable to find one, she fantasizes about being a well adjusted adult. Suddenly her secret desire becomes a reality and she is transformed into a 30 year old Jennifer Garner, but adulthood with its own set of male female challenges isn't as easy as it looks. Um, And it, it, it it also stars our favorite um, best friend character of all time, Judy Greer. Uh, There's course. a little Brie Larson, a little, um, oh, and when God. I say little, I mean like little girl, a little girl, Ashley Benson. It's it's uh, Mark Ruffalo is in it. It's So I love this movie so much. It's just Jennifer Garner is so fucking good. It's so subtle. But you believe that she is a, woman, uh, a 13-year-old trapped in a woman's body. She plays 13 so perfectly, and it's not a joke to her. Do you know what I mean? She mm-hmm. just, It's just so Oh, I love it so, 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 so much.: I love All
0: right. It. I will add it to I'll rewatch it. It's been years and years since I've seen yeah, it. Yes.: It's so.
1: one of my favorite movies of all time, honestly.
0: All right, I will re-watch it.
1: All right, what's your number three?
0: Number three for me, coming at you from 1989, <laughs> is Steel Magnolias.
1: Oh, okay. I
0: rated it higher. I just, again, not less... It is a knee slapper, but it's not just a knee slapper. Right. Like you said, uh, it's certainly not... You have to be in the right frame of mind to watch it. Yes. Uh, but those women are just spectacular I mean, the weakest link for me in that movie is julia roberts um yeah.
1: and that i mean <laughs> when your weakest link is julia roberts yeah you've got yeah. a pretty good fucking movie
0: yeah but everyone is so great in it and uh yeah it's just a classic
1: it i, I i'll give you a little story it's gonna get sad for a real little second it is the first movie. is it the first movie maybe the second movie no i think the first movie i saw was I I always went to the movies with my brother. The first movie I saw after he passed away, he passed away when I was 12. I refused to see any movies till I was 16 and it was coming to America. But the second movie I saw after that in theaters was Steel Magnolias. And so the whole taking her off of life support because we had just done that. And so to me, it very much sticks as a sad movie, which is why I couldn't bring myself to do it higher but I co-sign on that number three placement because the funny parts are fucking hysterical.
0: Yeah. yeah. Laughter through tears. It's my favorite emotion.
1: Laughter through tears. <laughs> oh my God, we're at the top We are two. the top
0: two. Uh,
1: I am so curious. I think we might have the same number one. Oh, okay. Maybe. I think we might. Okay. In fact, I would bet something very dear to me on it i can't (laughs) decide what unless i say my number two and this is it anyway uh my number two another one of my favorite movies of all time i can quote it till the cows come home is clue because give me a fucking break (laughs) madeline fucking con eileen brennan the guys in, in it are okay, too, but the the women in it are just fucking amazing. If you don't know what Clue's about, I'm not going to tell you. Just go fucking watch it. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Probably probably my number two favorite movie of all time. It's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, those two are really the cream of the crop.
1: They really, really are.
0: Lizzie Ann Warren is fine
1: she's fine that character was supposed to be played by carrie fisher
0: i know and i would have loved to have seen that that
1: would have been it would have been so different yeah, oh, So god different. Have, oh, not that again uh, let's see i kind of feel bad for her because she doesn't need to be so funny because madeline Kahn and eileen brenner are like we we have this little right. girl You've got it. <laughs> hold um, my beer yeah, hold, hold my beer uh hold my clutch okay i, I fucking got this so i don't mind I still think she does well, but it would have been very interesting to see Carrie Fisher.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Carrie yeah. Fisher she's fine. That. She's totally fine. Totally I don't fine. hate her at all, but yeah.
1: It would have been another, it would have been a, another stratosphere with Carrie Fisher. I think
0: 100%.
1: What is your number two?
0: Number two is probably a little cliched, but I got to give props where props is due.
1: Oh, I might be wrong then. Okay. Go ahead.
0: Oh, coming at you with bridesmaids. Really? I I had to, had to get like mold breaking, game changing. Not That's probably a little superlative, but still just for the things that they did with that movie, with all of the women that they had in that movie, I just got to give them props. I thought it was the first I saw it twice at the movies. The first time I saw it it was in stitches. I just love Kristen Wiig. Oh, you know what? I just remembered Barb and star. I need to go back and redo the list again. Ah! I didn't even think of Barb and Star until just this second.
1: But there's something to be said about that, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it yeah, doesn't I do even... Love Barb and Star, um, so gosh. do I. I do love Barb and Star. Um,
0: <laughs> okay, so my number two is from 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, bridesmaids. Um, so everyone's seen it. Everyone knows it. I just... I do love it. You know, coffee again.
1: I like. I I like it. My problem with that movie is there's her there's so many uncomfortable moments and I can't do uncomfortable, right? I, I can't do uncomfortable. It makes me not like a movie. So yeah. So yeah. There. Mm, there's so many times her character. I want to go, God, you're just being an asshole. Fucking stop it. But also my Rudolph's character, like, why are you listening to Rose Burns? Fucking stop it. Like that will turn stuff off for me. So I agree in its quality but my enjoyment of it did not make the, does that make sense you get 100%. me you feel me.
0: i do i do i do you feel me I, what okay. is your number one i'm so intrigued
1: i think we have the same number one okay because you haven't mentioned it and the fact that you haven't leads me to believe it's your number one so on the count of three why don't we both say our number one okay okay one two, three,
0: nine Nine to
1: five.
0: five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's amazing. It's both our number ones. We did not plan this. Y'all.
1: We did not. And I knew (laughs) as soon as we said, we were making this list. And I haven't even seen nine to five that much. I knew it was going to be my number one. Talk about mold breaking trailblazing.
0: Yep. 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 Just hysterical. Oh, to this day i this literally is the movie i have seen more than any other movie ever made i've literally just, literally seen this movie hundreds of times it's and i so still laugh yep.
1: yes i laugh every t- it's just they're all so wonderful yeah jane fonda she doesn't have the funniest part but it's such a departure for what you think of her as yeah that it makes it funnier they're all perfect there it's it's obviously women empowering, it's funny. It, Lily Tomlin, I I the fact that she wears a weird kimono just <laughs> yeah. at work at her I desk. I always
0: wanted to have a when when I saw hold that thought, I interrupted you. Do I know? No, it's but fine. no no no. I saw this movie when I was 13 years old at the movies at Lakeside Mall, and <laughs> I wanted to grow up and have an office job where I could wear a kimono at my desk.
1: Because what is the purpose of it? It's not keeping you warmer. It's, so it's not a sweater. It's not. Like people have sweaters. <laughs> Honest to God, every time I think of this movie, that is the first thing I think. It's the first mental image I have is Lily Tom putting on a kimono. And I always think to myself, <laughs> well, why? What purpose does that kimono serve? And for some reason, that makes that movie much more endear- so much more endearing to me. Because that is something a person would do. Like, there's no reason that I do this, but it's a thing that I do, and I do it, and I'm known for it, and I couldn't tell you why I do it. I just do it. I just love, she has a fucking office kimono. Come on.
0: It's so great. Debbie Coleman is the perfect so, villain.
1: So good.
0: It's just so good. And unfortunately, it still resonates 40 years later.
1: I mean, that's the real fucking problem.
0: Like, yep. come on. Yeah, but yeah. yes. Well, how fun. Uh,
1: oh my God, so much fun. I knew, because I, I'm like, I know, I, I, and when I made my list, I was like, his number one is going to be ninety five. I just know it is. I know it is. I know it in my heart of hearts. And then obviously you kept not mentioning it. And I was like, all right, <laughs> we have this. And then I thought maybe it might be number two. So we only had, that is so funny that the rest of our list, except for Steel Magnolias.
0: And Booksmart.
1: And Booksmart. But only well, three. Books, do we have it in the same? We no, have Booksmart. Th-
0: oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. We matched three movies, but two of them were in the same exact spot.
1: We're the, in the same exact spot. But I find it so fascinating that we had the same number one movie. And then the rest of our list is just like all over the fucking place. I haven't seen 90% of <laughs> yours. That was very insightful. It was so
0: fun. I really I was looking forward to this all week.
1: Oh, so was I. So was I. It was I'm so like, I was so funny. I want to do it all the time, but you can't <laughs> for this podcast because I don't know, maybe we'll take a departure one day and just do our top movies whether they're female or not. Okay. Ooh. I think we have to. Oh, okay. I mean not, you know, not next week or anything, right, but like right. yes, I think that we have to do that just because it is about movies. So even if it's not female, you know. Yeah. But so, this was
0: seriously So fun. Like putting that list together. So fun. Like I kept like dropping and adding and throwing this one out. And yeah.
1: I, I was like, Oh God, now I have to cut you. Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: how I was too. I was driving to the Chinese buffet this afternoon and that's when I put the finishing touches on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In fact, last minute I had to pick another one because I put soap dish. Twice accidentally <laughs> back to back, and I was like, ah, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> um, so it was just as surprising to me as it was to you. This was great, I love it. It really was it. such a joy! Such um, a joy.
0: So, we're back next week on sketch.
1: We are on sketch. I
0: had a few people on mind, but it's decided now.
1: Are we gonna tell the people who we're doing?
0: We are. Let's do Laura Dern, <laughs>
1: yes. Sorry, I just got so, so I love her so much. I oh love my God. her so much.
0: I do too. I just.
1: She is just. Oh, God. What am I going to watch? <laughs> oh, my God. There's so much. Will I make you watch Jurassic Park? I
0: mean, I I've might. seen it before.
1: Well, sure. But... but I'm sure you don't strike me as someone who has it in the old DVD.
0: This is true.
1: Um. Oh, God. I. She is just. Oh, fucking. I'm so excited. This is great. It's great.
0: <laughs> all right. Good. Well, ac- excellent. Um, all right. So, all right. Uh, then that, this went on much longer than I thought it was. Which yes. is fine. So
1: we'll do Matt's list next week.
0: Yes. We'll tell what in the preamble we'll touch on Matt's list. If anyone yes. else has any, they want to throw into the mix, send them our way and we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. And um, otherwise we'll be back next week with we Laura sure Dern, Not with sure. her we we'll be talking. God, about wouldn't her. that be great though? <laughs> oh my god, I would die. I would plot. And here's Laura.
1: Dern. She's <laughs> she's our first guest. What?
0: That's a get.
1: <laughs> yeah, Laura turns our first guest.
0: <laughs>
1: Zooming in from her house. Like, okay. Um, all right. So check us out on the Insta, Three Funny Ladies podcast
0: And send us those emails, three Funny Ladies at Gmail. And, and we'll, Suzanne, have a yes. lovely opening night.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: And, uh, um, we'll, we'll see you guys. We'll
1: see everybody next week. week. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.